Welcome to the Occult London podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysteries, and the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate us on iTunes, as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk, where you can subscribe to the show. If anyone has any questions for me, they'd love to hear from them, so please reach out via Facebook, or on Twitter, or on email, as I'd love to answer any of your questions. You can find our social media on the show notes or alternatively email at occultlondonpodcast.gmail.com hope you enjoy it in today's episode we will be talking a bit more about the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram as i said in our previous episode on banishing this is a powerful uh, ritual designed to kind of clear physical psychological and the magical space of the magician and it uses the symbol of the pentagram as being this kind of highest level of power and a symbol of the dominion of the equilibrated microcosm over its constituted elements. Um, this is something that, as I quoted before, um, Alistair Crowley described as those who regard this ritual as a mere device to invoke or banish spirits are unworthy to possess it. Properly understood, it is the medicine of metals and the stone of the wise. In terms of the rite itself, it is a protective ritual. So one would draw the pentagrams around oneself in the four quarters. So east, south, west and north. And then that's followed by an invocation of the four archangels attributed to those four elements in the four quarters. And as you said before, magicians in the Golden Dawn system... Um, tended to do this on a daily basis uh, usually in the morning and the evening and it also kind of balances out the aura um, and it was also used in terms of kind of the consecration of magical weapons etc um, in terms of the actual origin of how the ritual was put together this is something that's quite interesting um, some some ex some writers attribute it to being um, kind of borrowed from Eliphas Levi and also from an evocation of the Ark of Angels prayer, which read, In the name of God, the God of Israel, may Mikael be at my right hand, Gabriel at my left, Uriel before me, Raphael behind me, and above my head, the presence of God. And that's from Rab Rabbi Samson Raphael Hirsch in the Hirsch studio. Um, the the former the format of the LBRP now um, is most likely kind of derived from Samuel Liddell McGregor Mathers, who was the original sort of founder of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, and I think it was probably slightly adapted later on by people like Israel Regardian and obviously Crowley, um, and then it's progressed from there into sort of Wicca and you know new paganism um, with characters like Gerald Gardner, and and obviously into into the OTO etc. It's one of those ceremonies that's found in the majority of books on magic, and it's also a key part of lots of different opening ceremonies of. You know, um, lots of different groups and traditions within the Wiccan neo-pagan rites, as well as sort of ceremonial magic. Um, originally, the less banishing ritual was the only ritual given to the outer order of the Golden Dawn. So um, things like tool consecration 
and and other practical applications of magic did not really occur until one became an adeptus minor of the inner order the old golden dawn which is also known as the rr et ac or rose arubeo et oreo crucis and apologies i'm not pronouncing that all right um i'm not in the golden dawn but uh yeah there you go this is also why it's um probably called the lesser um, as well because it formed kind of part of the initial teachings of the order whereas other rituals like greater tended to focus more on things like planetary and elemental magic in terms of the structure let's talk about that so the lbrp consists of three main parts you have a cabalistic cross which i'll be doing a separate episode on so listen to that if you're interested in finding more details on that then you have the formulation of the pentagrams in the four directions, and then you have the invocation of the archangels as well. Um, the archangel positioning of, in the LBRP, um, they actually had their positions switched around by the Golden Dawn, um, which is quite interesting, which kind of likes to reflect sort of the Christian uh, interpretations of the archangels. Um, some scholars believe that the directions probably influence the, the lbrp in so we have uh, Raphael in the east we have Mikael in the south we have gabriel in the west and we have uriel in the north and some scholars believe this may be um, derived from the the greek four winds so which were um he had a character called zephyrus the west wind um in in the war for water um, Eurus, the east wind and god of water in the air, and then Boreas, the north wind, god of winter for the earth, and Notus, the south wind and god of summer for the fire. And you know, concepts of the elements also also came to us from the Greeks. So M. M. Pedocles talks about that. If people want to kind of look that up in a bit more detail, in terms of the structure of the pentagram, the they normally use a, an earth pentagram. So draw an earth pentagram in each quarter and why do we use a pentagram well the pentagram represents the microcosm so it's the small world of the individual which is distinct from the macrocosm which is the larger world that is separate from the individual the this ritual the lbrp primarily is a microcosmic one meaning that it affects your personal space so the space you are in and your personal space alone. And this is something that Scott Stenwick talks about, and I just want to quote for him because it's quite interesting. Uh, I think he thought he put it quite well. The pentagram as a symbol represents the four classical elements, or more properly, state of matter, earth, water, air, and fire, plus the fifth element of spirit. In the Golden Dawn schema, microcosmic magic is treated as elemental while macrocosmic magic is treated as planetary. Majority of people, when they learn the LBRP, uh, would use the banishing element of Earth, whoever there is, obviously, a version of it is invoking. And the tracing of the pentagrams is the only difference between the invoking and the banishing forms, so you would do different directions depending on what you were doing. In the Golden Dawn system, the invoking um, Earth pentagram is traced counterclockwise from the top point, while the banishing Earth pentagram is traced clockwise from the bottom left point. Why do we use a Burton Earth pentagram? Good question. Um, Malkut 
is the material and the earth realm and also contains all of the elements within it. By using the earth pentagram, we are balancing the different elements within ourselves. So it's very much uh, the alchemical process of balancing all the different aspects of our personality in ourselves into that one and uniting it with spirit. And this is why often one would do the LBRP before we do a ritual like the um, hexagram ritual because you are connecting with the elements of Malkut and then you would ascend to uh, Tiferet essentially, the higher self through the, um, the incarnation of spirits and then the BRH unites you with the seven spheres, so the planetary forces. So it's very much this concept of as above, so below the macrocosm meeting with the microcosm. And that's something that, um, you know, Agrippa, Eliphas Levi, they both talk about the pentagram um, representing the elements, but also the figure of the man as well. Um, as I said before, we're doing an episode on the on the Kabbalistic cross, um, but just briefly... Kabbalistic cross is part of the, the LBRP and it's the, generally the Lord's Prayer translated into Hebrew which is for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. When we touch the right shoulder, Vega Bura and Vega Dula, we are placing the tree on our body rather than facing it. So this is part of this macrocosmic ritual aimed at charging the personal aura. And then when we clasp our hands at the end we establish ourselves at the centre of space with Tiferet at the centre, our holy guardian angel, the sun, the higher self. Um, we are very much Helios. We are in that central sphere of light and solar power. And, yeah, and obviously, you know, there are different formats of, of this these pentagram rituals. Um, so, you know, depending on what you were doing, particularly with the invoking forms of them, um, you would use, you know, if it was a particular fire ritual, for instance, you could use the invoking rituals of fire or water or earth or air, etc. So there's different uh, um, aspects. In terms of the effects of the LBRP, let's just quickly talk about some of that. Um, obviously, I mentioned um, aura hygiene is one of them. So... You know, and you'll definitely notice this if you start practicing this daily. As we go through each day, we tend to accumulate loads of crap in our, um, you know, in our energy field, and which kind of clings to us as well. So you can pick up negative vibes from other people. You can pick up thoughts. You can pick up um, everything else. So doing the LBRP twice a day, it will help you to. It's kind of like you couldn't have having a shower and brushing your teeth, and it really sort of will cleanse and charge your auras you feel great and you feel focused and um, it will really change your mood if you if you do that and that's something that Crowley wrote about when he says the following and I quote every man has a natural fortress within himself the soul impregnable besides this central citadel man also has outer works the aura it is the duty of every person to see that his aura is in good condition there are two main methods for doing this the first is by a performance two or three times daily of the banishing ritual of the pentagram. Its main points is to establish in the astral four pentagrams, one in each quarter, and two hexagrams, one 
above, the other below, thus enclosing the magician, as it were, in a consecrated box. It all places in his aura, the divine names invoked. Um, and the LBRP also, you know, it's it, another thing that it does as well is it will kind of strengthen your order, make you more focused. It brings you kind of mental clarity and focus and as well as this sort of environmental um, purification. So it really will kind of create this kind of nice area where you can you can work with it. Um, there's lots of different things within the ritual it's worth practicing it it's worth you know reading more about it um, I'm not going to go into too much detail with regards to you know how it works in a practical level because it's one of those things that you really need to kind of do yourself and uh, and practice and see if that will work for you so um, yeah I won't go into too much detail but hopefully this has given you a bit of an in introduction into what it's designed to do um, in terms of that microcosm, so uniting the elements and obviously uniting uh, with the above and the below through the hexagrams. So, hope that makes sense. Thanks everybody for listening to the episode today. Um, in the next episode, we'll be talking a bit more about the banishment, the banishment of the hexagram and the symbol of the hexagram. So, hope everyone is going to tune in for that. Speak to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.